Hello and welcome to The Gist. I'm your host, Chris Vetrano. I am here every week to break down all the things happening across Bravo and pop culture. And today we are going to dive into last week's episodes because Scandaval has arrived and OMG. Guys, I am freaking out over last week's Vanderpump Rules. But before we get to that, a couple of quick things just want to go through. Um, June is heating up uh, because we've got all kinds of trailers dropping. Um, you know, Black Mirror is back. Uh, that which I don't know if you guys have watched Black Mirror, but if not, I highly recommend it. There is some incredible episodes, and uh, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek is in one of the episodes uh, coming up in June. So can't wait to see that. Also, uh, and just like that, the Sex and the City sequel series um, is also coming back to HBO Max, or I guess now they're rebranding as just Max. Um, so in Max coming, or on Max in June, and just like that, we'll be back uh, for Sex and the City fans. But for Bravo News, we've got the highly anticipated OC trailer. Uh, it finally dropped last week. And um, we know that it is now premiering on June 7th. So that is when we are going back to the OG ladies of the OC. And, um, you know, we waited a really long time. There's been a lot of hype about what was coming this season. We obviously know that Tamara's back. She's back in a big way. We have a new housewife um, who seems to be bringing some heat. Um, so love to see that. Taylor, as we know from uh, Beverly Hills, has is our first housewife to transition to a new city. Um, and so she is a friend of, so we get to see a little bit of our Taylor Armstrong. And then, um, you know, in all the cast photos and things we have, Taylor has her own cast photo. And then, of course, the full-time ladies, which I'm still, I mean, Emily and... Gina, it's pretty. A hot, it's a hot topic online. People are like, well, "How are they still here after five seasons?" These women have given us nothing. Um, you know, Gina seems to be in the trailer. She's got a little bit going on. Emily, though, I don't know why she's still with us. And the the fact that like our New York housewives are gone, and you've got like folks like. Phaedra, who weren't on TV for so long, and Dorinda, and, you know, people that are just good for TV. I don't know how Emily is still there, but she is. Um, and then the trailer ends in the most epic way. It just is like them opening a door and uh, Vicki Gumbelson's horrifying look on her face. Um, is the way that that trailer ends. Um, she didn't get a cast photo, so she's not an official friend of, which she, and she's obviously nowhere else in the trailer because that was kind of the big reveal. But, you know, the one thing that I kept hearing was that we were getting, you know, some Heather Dubrow um, cheating Terry drama that never shows up in the trailer at all. And they gave like little synopsis of each uh, of the ladies and kind of what their storylines are going to be this season and does not mention anything about that. So I'm not really sure what's going on. There's been rumors that Heather and Terry threatened to sue Bravo if certain stories got told. But if that's the case and they took all of that stuff out this is no longer The Real Housewives, and that would be really disappointing. So I thought we were going to get a little bit more of an explosion 
with this trailer. And so I was a bit underwhelmed. It seems like we've got something, but I didn't, it wasn't giving everything that I had hoped. But you know, you never know because sometimes when everything is in the trailer, you get disappointed when the actual season comes and it just is like, oh, well, I already knew that was happening because it happened in the trailer. Um, kind of like the this upcoming or this current season of Summer House. And so I, I just kind of feel like everything could potentially be still to come. All of the good juiciness that we were hoping for from these oranges um, potentially is still to come. But we finally got the, uh, the trailer. We know June 7th, the shit series will be back. So OC fans, you must be happy now. Um, we'll see. So that's um, a little bit of the breaking news. Um, I mentioned Summer House, so we'll just sort of start there and uh, and sail our way through until we get to this Vanderpump, guys. I'm still, I'm still shaking. I okay. I I, I almost want to start there, but let me just quickly go through um, our other two shows. So uh, Summer House, really, it's all just about like this Danielle Lindsay drama. You know, we pick up with Carl and her, Carl and Danielle, uh, excuse me, are continuing their conversation from last week. Um, and they think that, you know, Carl's like, I just want to make sure that you're supportive of us. And it's not because we dated back in 2015 for like a month or, you know, and she's like, God, no, she's like, I'm supportive. I'm your friend's but you guys are moving really fast. And so as a friend, I'm I'm just sharing that information. So they end in a good place. And Carl like seems to be in a good place with Danielle. Um, meanwhile, uh, you know, there's a, the, the other group, because last week the two groups sort of separated. The other group is out. Sam and Corey are getting hot and heavy. Amanda, um, oh no, not Amanda. Lindsay is just like, uh, she, I mean, she's old Lindsay. She's definitely turned up, um, which we love to see until she gets home and old Lindsay is there. So Carl rehashes the conversation with her and um, Lindsay just kind of goes off and Lindsay is just pissed and the reason she's pissed is because carl and danielle made up and she feels like you know carl you didn't have my back danielle's still not good with me why why are you guys now good and now she really felt like she was on the outs so she goes ballistic as we've seen Lindsay do many times it makes for good television um and you know she says a lot of really hurtful things they end up fighting like in their bed and you know she's just kind of yelling at him and you know keeping in mind carl is totally stone cold sober so you know he's just sort of laying there taking it and the thing that was so hurtful that she said is that she was like you know you can never make anything just about me and nothing can be about me i can't even have my birthday be about me and you know as we learned in the episode prior uh the, her birthday is the same day that carl's brother uh passed away and so, you know, for her to have been so supportive on that day and then say that, it's just, it's not, it's not great look. So, um, but then the next morning, they brush everything under the rug. The girls go shopping. The rest of the house stays home to 
play games, I guess, like drinking games and stuff, which um, is what we love to see, by the way. We love to see them actually like doing things, not so much um, laying around in beds. And so, um, you know, so that's kind of going on the, oh, and by the way, what is with Amanda eating black olives out of the can, straight out of the can. First of all, I think black olives are one of the most disgusting things in the planet. And I know that I might be alone in some of that feeling, but oh God, she, I felt like she kept doing it too. Like throughout the episode, there was like the olives was the like seventh cast member. It was like, there was just olives in all these scenes. Um, so that was, I had PTSD over that. That was like really alarming. Um, but everyone's having fun. They, you know, the girls come back from shopping, they kind of get involved. Um, and then Amanda, Sierra and Paige go to read their fertility tests because Amanda was having, has been having some issues and uh, the girls were worried about her. Hers comes back fine, but it's Sierra, um, who found out that she has less eggs than average. And she had a hard time, like sort of dealing with that. And, you know, this is real shit that, you know, women growing up are going through and so when they're finding out this information um you know it can be it can be scary i suppose so you know we're seeing those things and I, and i appreciate all of that um and then it just like it seemed to get into danielle and lindsay stuff again because danielle's with the guys around um sitting around and then Lindsay comes over and is like, what are you talking about? And everyone's like, we're talking about you. And we're trying to like make, make amends and we're trying to figure out. And it's just like they, the two go out it again. And it's just, it's clear that like they're on opposing sides, but honestly, I don't really know why, because they both seem to be saying two completely different things. And neither one of them is hearing like what the other person is saying. But yeah, I mean, Lindsay's always defensive. Danielle's seemingly like very angry about the situation. And it's just like, they cannot, they can't figure it out. And so they they ended up, Danielle ends up storming off. Um, and then uh, the they had like a bonfire. Everyone's kind of having some sex talk. Um, you know, that that's fun. I, I Honestly, I'm just loving that we're having fun in this episode. People are like doing things like playing games, doing stuff, having sex talks, you know, there's drama happening. There's like real storylines happening. It's been a long season of a, not a lot of that. And this is what, this felt like old summer house to me. So I really liked this episode. Um, but then I noticed that Paige made a comment that she was like, this feels like the longest day ever. And I'm like, well, that's because you didn't spend the entire day in bed. So, um, oh, and then the next morning, uh, Sierra with her orange juice is like, guys, what's the date? I need to decide if this orange juice is uh, um, expired because it says September 29th. And Paige is like, well, it's August. So, like, you're good. And she's like, I know, but what day in August? Because, like, this could be, and she's, you know, she's not getting it. And the girls, I loved it. Paige was giving great face and was like, uh, what are you talking about? It's August. Like, you don't even need to know what day in August because it's, and then it, Sierra finally comes to, she's like, yeah, it's been a long weekend. Sorry. Um, everyone kind of heads home, uh, back to the city as the episode's kind of wrapping. We find out Sam and Corey are headed to Montauk to see, she says, to see if she can get the ick. 
Um, and so, uh, you know, we know that they're going to hook up. Um, and so this will be the, the beginning of all of that. And then um, Car uh, Carl goes to get the engagement ring. And so we see that um, he's picking it up. And then this uh, preview for next week shows that the proposal's coming. So uh, next week, we're going to get the Carl proposal. Uh, Andrea is back. And then, by the way, Maya is back in the house next week. And it made me realize, where has Maya been? I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I really liked Maya. But, like, I just realized, I was like, oh, Maya hasn't been in, like, half of the season. So I was like, is she written out? And then all of a sudden, she's, like, showing up again. So I wonder if we're going to get an explanation as to where she's been or if she's just, like, popping back into the story now. But anyway, so all that's coming next week. Um, then back in Ireland on Real Housewives of New Jersey, uh, the girls are kind of wrapping up their dinner from last the last episode. Uh, Melissa is hammered um, on the dress, on the bus ride home. She's saying all kinds of stuff, but the best is that she's like, "I'm gonna drunk text my ex," and Teresa's like, "Her ex? I mean, so that's not gonna like look well given." you know, what we now know about Marge's rumor that uh, Melissa was caught kissing a guy in the back of a limo. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see that play out. I know, uh, I think that comes out in the finale, but um, so that definitely the editors knew what they were doing with uh, her saying that. Uh, the next morning, Polly's mother comes to visit the ladies. First of all, she is just the most adorable little thing. I loved every moment of her on our screen. I was like, well, she's a star. So how do we get her, more of her? Like, do we need Real Housewives of Ireland so that we can get her? Because I need her on my screen more. Um, but what was also so great is that like the girls were all getting along. They were like having fun. They were making jokes. Even Teresa gave Melissa a compliment and she was like, you know, that, Melissa was really great with her parents and like they were telling jokes and stuff um, of back in the day. And, you know, of course, then Melissa goes into her confessionals like I might still be drunk because Teresa just gave me a compliment. Um, but whatever, then they go to the hen party, um, which I don't know if you guys saw Real Housewives of Dubai. I know that like it was a bit of a sleeper. Um, but Caroline Stanberry has a hen party, but it's like on a boat. It's like on a, like, I mean, not a boat, it's a yacht. I mean, it's like a extravagant party. They're having like fun, dancing like crazy, drinking. And this was not that. This was on a farm. Uh, they played catch the cock. Um, and I also, again, Teresa picks Melissa as her partner to do that activity. And I'm like, Teresa is really trying here. I, I was, you know, I feel like that's, She's potentially not getting enough of, of the credit for actually trying to like turn this around. Then they do this like Teresa's life um, where everyone sketches on the wall, like memories of Teresa's. And there was actually like a really touching moment because she cries because she's like, you know, it's supposed to be this really nice sort of game that they do. And she got really, really vulnerable and was like, I'm really worried someone's going to draw jail bars. And like, I don't want to remember my time going to jail. And everyone was like, Oh, God, no, we like definitely won't do that. Like, that's not what this is supposed to be. 
And, but, you know, she was really emotional by that. And, um, and then when uh, all the ladies kind of finished their drawings and Melissa was crying about, you know, showing them as a family, as, you know, Joe and uh, Teresa with their parents um, coming over from Italy. And, you know, they end up hugging and crying and it's like, you know, it's tender. We want to see, you know, a little bit of hope for these two, given that they are family. Um, but then, you know, as the ladies continue going down, Teresa's like saying something really sweet about like, you know, memories and like back in the day and the family. And like Melissa's like, I don't want to go down memory lane. Like we just need to move forward. And Teresa's like, okay, well, I guess like we'll move forward. But then Teresa's like, but I really want you like to all be in the wedding and be like a part of it in some kind of way. And maybe Gino can walk down the aisle and, you know, maybe we can do, you know, she's like brainstorming how to like get them into the wedding. And then um, I think it was Jennifer was like, so are you inviting them all to be in the wedding? And Teresa's like, well, you know, no. So I don't really know what she was doing, but it, it was a bit confusing. Um, but then we learned that Louis has asked Bill to be in the wedding as well, which, you know, Melissa then is upset about because she is, of course, going to go run and tell Joe about it. Um, and let's see what else. I guess, like, Danielle has her breakdown because she's, like, starting to see the Melissa and Teresa stuff. And she's like, well, at least you guys are talking. Like, I don't even talk to my brother and sister-in-law and you know, she's like being very like emotional about that, which again, makes sense. Um, but then we go um, back to Jersey, which I was like fine without any guy scenes the last couple of episodes. I was like, I, I'm, it's kind of refreshing not to have to see all the guys like forcing these like guys nights, but then we get a guy's night. Um, and so uh, Frank, it's hosted at Marge's house. Um, and Frank is involved or invested in some cannabis business. And so he's like bringing over a bunch of weed for the guys to like smoke and eat and, and do all the things. Um, I'm not sure if everyone remembers, but uh, like just a couple episodes ago, Marge was calling Jennifer a drug addict for smoking pot, but now it's okay for her husband to host an entire party about smoking weed and not only that but she hired a food truck to come and like feed the guys so that was a bit confusing it didn't definitely didn't uh explain her stance on the on the drug addict of it all um and then you know it comes out that bill's in the wedding and you know joe says that he's an after fill he's like oh yeah that's just because like they had no one else to be in it and you got asked to be in the wedding just as like an afterthought and it's like, God, that's so rude. It's so rude. And I get that he's like angry that he's not in it, but like he, it, like he is such a pig. Anyways, um, so yeah, they're all they're all smoking weed, and Joe says that he's not going to get high, but then he does. Um, and you know, at one point he's like upset because he's like, yeah. Uh, Teresa tried to bring up my daughter and uh, you know, that's like, uh, that's uh, unacceptable. But then he completely loses his train of thought, but then brings up Teresa's kids 
and is like, well, you know, where my Teresa's daughters are so disrespectful and da da da. And it's like, again, we're just like, everyone's talking out of both sides here. Um, but there was one sort of funny moment. There was a moment where Joe was cuddling up next to Frank and like leaning up on his arm because he was so stoned. And he's just playing with his vein. There's like a big vein poking out of his arm and he's like playing with it. It was kind of wild. Um, but I I did laugh at that, even though I'm I'm not Team Joe right now. That was a fun moment. Um, and then the ladies are having their last night in Ireland, having dinner. Uh, and I just have to say, Jen is so funny when she is drunk. Like, drunk Jen is great television. And everyone was just laughing at her because she, they did a, a whiskey tasting and she obviously overserved herself. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, we're trying to like put a pin in the Ireland trip and everyone's like, so are we leaving on good terms? And of course, like Danielle is like, well, I don't know where I stand with Rachel. And Rachel is like, gets into it. And then suddenly again, Margaret is the one that's screaming. And Margaret, I think shows her true colors because she tells her that she'll have problems with her family for the rest of her life because she doesn't forgive and forget. And that's such a hurtful thing, especially knowing that Danielle was just so emotional about her family problems at lunch. It's just, it was too far. And all the ladies were like, whoa, that was too much. That was too much. Let's put a pin in this. Let's like move on. Let's just go to bed. Um, and so Ireland trip is over. And then, uh, so we're going to continue to move on next week. And then we arrive at Vanderpump. Okay, so there's so many things here. So the episode first is, you know, it starts out, Katie and Lala are rehashing the Abby situation of, you know, uh, Allie seeing, which we learned this time that James was with her. I thought it was just Allie who saw her, but James and Allie saw Raquel and Tom at the Abbey dancing alone. And she and Katie and Lala are talking about it. And Katie's like, I do think it's weird. I mean, I've, I've known Sandoval for many, many years. I've never like danced alone with him and been alone with him. So, you know, so it seems like Katie's starting to piece something together. She's like, something doesn't smell right. Um, and then we go to this scene with the two Toms at a food truck. And, you know, it's so clear by the, I mean, the fact that Tom Sandoval used to be a hired paid actor is laughable because he is so bad at it. He, it's like so clear that Schwartz knows because neither one of them can really act. It's so clear that Schwartz knows at this point that something has happened between the two of them. And like the way that Sandoval is responding to it all. And they're really trying to make this narrative of like Ariana, really trying to just make her look bad. It's like Ariana, um, you know, doesn't react well to things. She's like, she's so critical of everything that I do. Uh, you know, there's, they're talking about the, um, the uh, fertility stuff. And, you know, Tom, Tom Schwartz is like, do you even want to be doing that? And Tom's like, I don't really know. I don't really know why we would be. And, you know, he starts to say like, you know, I'm wondering if we should even be together because, you know, I make her a latte every morning and Schwartz is like, yeah, and does she reciprocate? And he's like, no, you know, and it's just like, they're really trying to like plant the seed and that feels really forced. 
Um, so I think this was part of Tom Sandoval's plan was like, I'm going to change the narrative. So it looks like Ariana is the reason that I'm being pushed away. So then we go to James and Allie's place. They're talking about the Abbey again. She says that she mentioned something to Katie and Katie said something that she felt like insinuated that Tom and Ariana are in an open relationship because she said something to the effect of like, they don't, Ariana doesn't have a lot of rules for Tom or something. So, um, Allie interpreted that as that they were in an open relationship. So she's like, I feel like I need to like tell somebody. So maybe I tell Sheena what's going on. So then we get to, then the girls, Ariana and Katie are at their new sandwich shop, um, which is a tiny little shop, but you know, I, apparently it's in like an incredible part of town. So good for them. I think it'll be very successful. Um, and Lisa shows up because like Lisa apparently is the one that's like going to help the, all, everyone in LA open a restaurant, uh, because she's just like in everyone's business. Um, but they start talking about the Raquel and Oliver thing. And Lisa's like, I can say for a fact that he is separated. And they're like, that's not what we're hearing. Um, but Ariana says something to the effect of like, I don't want to see the gavel brought down on Raquel because I don't feel like she's done anything wrong. And oh, it's like, these are some really cringy things that are just like, oh, the more that you watch people saying these things, it's like, watching milk expire it's like oh god it's like that didn't age that is not gonna sit in that fridge for long um and then lala and james uh, are at the bar kind of deep diving i think they're soulmates guys i think that we just i i need them together oh okay i i just i do i need lala and james together um, but aside from that, then we go to the fertility place and Tom Sandoval says he's there to get his jizz results to the nurse. I think that was a really um, disgusting display. Um, we learn that Ariana's grandma has passed away. That's why she's not with him at the uh, doctor's office. Um, but they call because, of course, he brings Schwartz um, to talk about his sperm count. And... Um, but they call Ariana on FaceTime and then Ariana's kind of like rehashing, like, you know, the, the death of her grandma who she's like, she was like my best friend. And I used to hug her really tight every time I would see her because I was always worried it would be the last. And then she's like, you know, I just went through the death of my dog. I just went through, or not just, but she has been through the death of her father. And she's like, you know, I've been through these things before, but she's like, I just need a break. I just need a break. And that was heartbreaking to see because you just know that she's about to have her whole life just implode in a matter of, well, maybe a week from, from this point for us. Um, and then uh, Allie and Sheena have their meetup and Sheena basically debunks that there, she's like, there is no open relationship. Katie is disgusting for saying that, which again, I don't think Katie said that. Um, but so she's upset. She's trying to turn it around on Katie. Allie brings up the Abby and Sheena's just like, yeah, I'm okay with, you know, I would be okay with it if it were Brock. And, you know, she's like, I would be so okay with it that I would be fine with Brock sleeping in the same bed with Raquel. Again, cringy moment. Um, especially, 
especially because there's been these rumors of Brock and Raquel actually hooking up, which I don't think are accurate, but still, it's like, that is, that's the kind of stuff now that we know Scandaval is happening, that like these comments are just so crazy. Um, and you know, she, another comment, she is like in her confessional, like everyone wants to make Raquel out to look like the bad guy and all of these things. And it's, it's pretty wild. Um, but then we get to the beach day that, uh, James is hosting and Tom Schwartz meets Satchel. Um, Katie pays him no mind, which I love. Uh, but you can tell he's kind of like worked up about it. Like you can see that he's just kind of like, oh, wow. Like he's. Tom had like a little tinge of something going on. Um, and then, uh, you know, he starts going off on James and just kind of teasing him and poking fun at him about his DJ set. And, you know, James is trying to share like this successful thing that he's doing and, you know, that he's really excited about. And James uh, throws his drink on him. Um which, you know, is a very old school James Kennedy move, white Kanye. But um, the thing that I loved is that on Watch What Happens Live after the, the episode, uh, James was like, well, if you watch, I actually pour out about half of my beer first before I throw it in his face because I'm respectful. You know, it's like, that's, that's kind of epic. Um, and then uh, what else happens? Oh, Sheena tells uh, Sandoval about the rumor about the Abbey. And, you know, he kind of waited to see. He's like, oh, it's funny you brought that up. But then Sheena doesn't let him say what he was going to say. And instead is like, isn't that crazy? Like, Katie must be nuts. And then he just jumps on that train and is immediately like, oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. This is so stupid. And, you know, so he he jumps on that. He kind of gets skates by. Um, everybody after like the drink throwing and all the stuff, everyone sort of heads inside. Um, and Schwartz, Schwartz and like Raquel and James are all kind of like making up and they're just like, let's do a shot together or whatever. And then that just like goes sour real quick. Like Tom just starts going after James again. And it's like, you can just tell Schwartz is pissed. He's watching his wife with like with another man who she actually really likes and he's still he's just now a scapegoat in the sandoval storyline so and his business can't open and all these things are happening and then he like starts going in on lala and lala lets him have it and thank god because like i'm i've really become disgusted with schwartz in the way that he's acted in these last few episodes and i'm like wow he is a piece of shit. and as we start to really think back to when he poured a drink on his own girlfriend at the time but now this now ex-wife katie's head i mean so he has done just some horrible horrible things and so when he was like trashing lala and like i was like oh god i was so glad that she just like let him have it and then of course he does this thing where he's like Oh, Lala, come back, come back. But it's like, no, like w the more people need to just start moving on with their lives without these Toms in their life. And I really, I could be fine without them on our, t our screens because it really kind of disgusts me. Um, but then, uh, you know, again, where people start bringing up the Abbey around 
Sandoval and Sandoval's like, yeah, Ariana's really mad at you, Katie. And she's like, why is she mad at me? He's like, you know, you know what you're spreading. And so he, he brought that up and then everybody's just like, you know, going in on it. And it, it's like chaos. Everyone's just screaming at each other. And then, um, in the confessional, the producer says, has anything ever happened between you and Raquel physically? And Tom, again, horrible liar, horrible actor. He, it's one of the like most spine chilling moments on television because he lies straight to the producer's face. Then he's like, no, no, man. I mean, that would be like, I mean, that would be as like true as like, oh, oh. And he's like, can't figure it out. And then he's like, as if it was like Katie. Ooh, it's like, no, no, no. He's such a liar. That in that moment makes him a horrible, horrible human being, which we already knew, but it's like, we're now, it's in our face. Um, but yeah, so he storms off. Then uh, we get the preview for next week. And it's all about to happen. It's out of control. I, I'm just, I mean, you know, obviously now with these like rumors about Raquel and the Abbey, it's, people are starting to suspect, like people are starting to be like, this is something, something seems afoot. Some people are like, not as like bought in. Cause like, like the Sheena, um, who's like, well, they're just friends. Like, yeah, they're just like best friends, but that's all about to change. Um, and so I did, I did watch the first seven minutes of the next episode cause they are available. So if you haven't done that, you can see it, um, or hold off because it really kind of ends in a place that like your heart will just be beating. Mine's been beating all weekend. Um, after watching, I, it's, it's insane. Like everyone is starting to like fully understand what's happening. We learn Raquel spent the night at Tom Sandoval's after some hot tubbing and the stories don't add up. I mean, at this point, like Lisa knows, um, that this is going on because like I had, I said it in last week's episode, I was like, I wonder if Lisa knows because she's really kind of pushing on like Tom's buttons about Raquel. And so I was like, I wonder if she was like, had some kind of inkling or if the producers had like fed her something that this could be going on. Um, but yeah, after, after this next episode, when you guys see what happens, it's so wild. It is wild. So that's all coming and I can't wait. It's coming this week. We're, we are going full in on Scandaval this week. So that's our episode, guys. Um, I've got to recover from that, but I'm um, very excited for all of our episodes for this week. And um, Atlanta is back on Sunday. So we get our uh, peaches back on our TV screens. Sunday nights are going to be wild again, and I can't wait. Um, and so I will be here next week to break down that premiere. And of course, New Jersey, Summer House, and the Scandaval. 
So um, don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And thanks so much for listening. I hope that everyone has an incredible week. And um, until next week, bye.